You're listening to The Sower's Almanac, the church planting podcast of Ransom City Church. For more media content, visit ransomcitychurch.org. Hey guys, welcome back to The Sower's Almanac. We're glad to be with you guys once again. Uh, I'm Seth, and with me is... Greg. And we're glad to talk to you guys. Um, We're going to be doing our first uh, journal entry that we've done in a little while. Um, this is October when we're recording this. I'm not sure when this is going to come out, but so October 2015, just wanted to report to you guys how things are going and what we're learning along the way as we kind of always do. Um, so we'll start with, uh, we kind of had a monumental moment a couple weeks ago. We had a first, uh, service where we had 50 people in attendance, which was really big for us. Um, so that, that's never happened before. That's the biggest service we've ever had. Um, yeah. we've been praying. That's a long Long time coming as far yeah. as we've been praying for that for ten a while. Of which were children. Yeah. So 40 adults, 10 kids. Um, if you guys have journeyed with us from the beginning, you know that uh, for the longest time we didn't have any kids. So we went from no kids, desperately hoping that some families with kids would stick around to... Which they weren't because there were no kids already. So it was right. really hard. Like Yes, revolving door of... How do you get anything to stick to a <laughs> awkwardness if you can't start anywhere? Right, exactly. Know? So we've you know, kind of gotten over that hump, praise the Lord. Yeah. Um, had 10 kids in attendance that day, and that's kind of about right for probably about many we have typically or will have typically now. Um, so praise God for that, for service at 50, which here's what, a couple things. Here's why I bring that up. We're, you know, two years and some change into our plan, right? Um, and we just hit 50, and that was like a monumental, like, set-off fireworks celebration. Like, don't, I, we're sharing this, again, to give kind of a realistic from-the-trenches picture of what church planting is like. I think that's pretty normative. Like, that's probably pretty normal for church planting, that things take a long time. So, two years in, we just hit 50. You know. Know that. (laughs) We've got two and a half years from... From moving here, probably. Meeting publicly? No. Probably just over two years. Because didn't we start uh, meeting publicly in our old space? It was the beginning of (laughs) June. It wasn't it Easter? Sunday? Yeah, but we don't count that as our public launch. Like that was kind of our uh, almost core opening. group. Yeah, <laughs> right. like usually we from our we count our launch date as when we got into the Hilton and started meeting mm-hmm. publicly because that's when people knew we existed. Yeah, and that was a much more actual big launch, and that was in July two years ago. Okay, so yeah, about August, September, ago. October. So you know, yeah, two years and, and a little bit, but yeah, almost two and a half years of like living here and kind of getting the initial ball rolling and then a little over Mm -hmm. two years from our actual public big launch. Uh, Big being a generous word. (laughs) It was still small, but... (laughs) Big, huge, Yeah, ginormous. Yeah, Um, we're not the uh, church plant that tells the story of, like, we had 250 people at our launch. Like, good for you guys if that's your story, but that was not ours, and I don't think that's a lot of people's. Yeah. So, that being said, <clears throat> two plus years in, and we just did our first service with 50, and that was a huge moment for us. It was really cool. Yeah. It's really exciting. Yeah, I want to talk about um, also kind of, like, why that's important to us, because it's such a weird thing, like, trying not to get caught up with the numbers of mm-hmm. people being there, and... Um, We've always known that, and for a long time, we really couldn't focus on the numbers too much because it'd be depressing if we. Were <laughs> yeah, right. Um, 
But I mean, it, it really does show um, growth, um, not just seeing the numbers rise, but thinking of who wasn't in attendance and like how many visitors you had and children mm -hmm. kind of looking at, you know, the breakdown of who those people were right. rather than the total number. Because I, I think like, to me, it's really meaningful that, you know, so many of those people were members. So many of those people were children. Like those are yeah. two huge milestones. And who us. weren't members, like a large group of them were regulars. Mm -hmm. Like, And there were also some way visitors in there. Yeah. Um, so kind of seeing who makes up that number makes it even more exciting for me. And mm -hmm. um, if you're at all familiar with um, X2940, it is sometimes kind of a, a magic number. It's a monumental committed, number. Yeah. Um, adults plugged in. And it was just really cool to um, Which we've had that for people, a while, yeah, but not But to see them <laughs> actually show up on a Sunday all together, yeah, exactly. and that still wasn't even all of the people that we know are some, in some sense, committed, you know, yeah. plugged into Rancid Yeah, City. regulars. Um, yeah, so that that was really cool, because we, we have a list in, of, you know, people we consider to be, you know, part of the fold here, mm -hmm. and some of those can be kind of nebulous, like we never, you know... Like not, not really those, sure. Not yeah. all of those people always show up on a Sunday, right. which is still the case, and, and I imagine always will be. Every church is going to. It's really with nice that. to see yeah. all of them actually, <laughs> actually there together. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and yeah, we had our first service at fifty, um, and we're sitting at to give you guys a general picture. Um, our roster of regulars that at this point we know have committed that were their church. Now that doesn't mean they're going to be there every Sunday. Um, but they're going to be there most Sundays or when mm -hmm. they can make it or whatever, which I think every, again, every church kind of goes through that. Um, so I'm not talking about members. We have, I think, 24, 25, like, members, members. Um, but as far as roster of committed uh, people, we're sitting at somewhere in the, like, 45 to 50-something window. Um, the mm -hmm. number I've got down right now is 51 in total. But the reason I'm saying, kind of given a, a scale, is of just because... members, you're saying? Not members, but like regular attenders that includes members. Right, so right. it's just like, this is our roster of people we can count on to or be there for the most part. we've signed our core team yeah, um, yeah. covenant. Well, they, I can call them those members. Yeah. I'm taking, you know, whatever you right. want to call it's it. It's semantic. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> so we're, we have, I think the number I've got, like I said, is 51 right now of people that are committed to our church, which is, that's pretty awesome. Um, so we had our first service that really reflected that, and mm -hmm. it's exciting. It's a big moment. Um, so anyway, but that's two plus years into <laughs> ministry on the ground so here that, that we finally yeah. hit that number, and that's why I wanted to share that. Like, it's exciting for us. Uh, we're really encouraged that, like, we are growing, you know, slowly but surely, but it is happening. Like, little by little, more people are coming along. Um, and we've talked about from the beginning, there's really never not a time that like, there's not some loss to some sense, um, just with life happening. Like, we've had families that knew jobs and moved a little farther away, and now we're mm -hmm. kind of outside of the realm of travel, or mm -hmm. um, we've had, you know, just, there's always kind of some of that stuff going on. But nonetheless, even with that happening, we're still growing, and that's the, the encouraging part. So... Progress is still being made by the yeah, grace of God. Yeah, I mean, I still have been seeing in the the last months, like every one step back, we get like two steps forward. Exactly. Like you and I were just talking about this. Um, I called you the other night and you were saying like, are we at a point where we're like outgrowing the people that 
are leaving. Yeah. Like, you know, we just had so-and-so who's probably going to be moving soon, and so-and-so, mm -hmm. you know, is done with school and, and moving or whatever. And I was thinking through it pretty quickly, and I'm like, well, yeah, like, we've had quite a few people in the last few months, like, start coming regularly, right. and yeah. I, I think that is um, outpacing, you know, those people that maybe aren't even 100% sure if they will be moving. So, right. like, right. I, don't, I don't think we need to, you know, worry about Which, that. Which, a word of encouragement to you guys there, like, <laughs> just from our experience, don't panic about that. Like, you're, there's always going to be somebody who's at least talking about moving. Yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, we, we've had... And it's sad. Yeah. But so, so often it's... For good reasons. It's, mm -hmm. you know, I'm done with school. I'm, you know, looking at jobs here and here and here. I'd like to stay around here, but I don't know if I'll find anything. Mm -hmm. Like, good. We, we pray for those people. We hope right. that they find, you know, something that will meet their needs. Um, and we'd love for that to be around here. But at the same time, we know that, you know, we are reaching the city. And mm -hmm. we are, you know, seeing growth in our people and uh, to our people. So... Things are good. Yeah, things are moving forward. I was going to say just a word on, on the moving thing. Like, that's always kind of, at least in our area, we experience that conversation a lot where people are talking about, ah, we might move because living expenses are too high or this, that, and the other thing. Like, yeah. we're in an area where that's, that's extremely common. here, but I feel like really most places that's going to be the case. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, right. I kind of We probably maybe like, experienced it a little bit more, but probably not by well, much. Well, at least for the living expense reason, because like... Evanston and northern Chicago land is a really expensive it's crazy place to live. Expensive. Um, but, you know, other places, even, like, when I was at TCD, like, that's not the case mm -hmm. there, that, like, oh, it's a, a crazy, you know, right. place to try to find right. housing, but it's other things. They're a college town. Um, mm -hmm. You know, any place is going to be kind of transient in the world of church planting for some reason, mm -hmm. I feel like. Yeah, no, I agree. Everybody's kind of have its thing. So just keep at it. Like, keep your nose to the grindstone. I wouldn't panic when people start having those conversations. And here's another word of advice that I would give you guys. Also, be very careful in your position as, as pastor in these people's lives. Don't be manipulative. Like, if people start talking about moving and they're talking about real genuine struggles that their family is experiencing, especially when they're talking about, like, we might not have the money to stick around here. Like, be pastoral. Don't... Because I think what can happen, especially in church planting, is you turn into, let me prove why it's ridiculous for you to even consider moving. Um, which it's like, don't be insensitive. Like, hear people out. If you do have, you know, two cents to share, do it lovingly. But I, I think communicate to people, like, we love you. We're going to support you. We're by you either way. Yeah. Like... Like, we talk about it a lot. We've talked about it on the podcast before, but we really do say this a lot at our church, which is, you're an adult. We trust you. Like, yeah. Yeah. if you ask us, and people do regularly come and ask our opinion, and they want godly counsel, and so we'll give them our two cents. But I want and people to know, like, I'm not going to, like, get mad at yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not going to. If you don't do it exactly how. Your hand or right. you why it's God, God's will for you right. to stay. If it's something like, I can point chapter and verse on, then obviously you should right. do that. But, but when you're talking about opinion. But usually with our people, when they come to us, it's like a legitimate, like, hey, like, you know, I mm -hmm. can't find work around here. Or I can't find housing or whatever. Right, I don't know what to do. We can right. pray for those things. Um, and so far, but, like, with a lot of people, like, things have worked out that we, like... 
people that even talk about yeah. that one week within a couple weeks, they're not talking about that anymore. So right. some of that is, and that's partly why I'm saying this. Yeah. Give it time. Cause a lot of that, we I even think even someone recently who was expressing concerns about that. And I mm-hmm. think, uh, Chris helped him out saying like, no, I, you could find something within yeah. that budget. And I was having the same conversation right, with him too. Right. And I was like, Oh yeah. cool. Well, I'll just, you know, keep looking. Yeah. And, but, um, so don't one thing I think I picked up from you, Seth, that's been really good is just like, kind of sharing our heart like when we're having those conversations with people like well selfishly like I really want you to stay yeah I love you and I love serving with you mm-hmm. like um but like I understand that it might be tough for you to find you know the type of work that you went to school for around here and I right. want you to find that thing wherever it is like you mm-hmm. know always come around and visit us and I think people really appreciate that right like just hearing like I do love you and want you to stay like, yeah I want that I'm for you but more than I'm for, for me yeah. right and I think people need to hear that and the thing I will say <laughs> now I'll preface this with don't make this the reason you're doing this because this is also manipulative. So don't do that. But I do think if you communicate in that way to your people, they are way more likely to make every effort to stick around. Like I think they are. I think if you're the kind of church, yeah, if you're the kind of church that goes, we love you even when it's not in our best interest. Yeah. Like they're going to want to be a part of that community. They're not going to be fighting to get away from you. All the time that are like, well, dude, I mean, I can't help but feel like we're getting cut short here. Like, if you mm-hmm. just got here, I'd love to see you stick around. But wherever you go, you're going to be, like, hugely valuable right. to those people. Like, right. just go spread the gospel right. and do it. It's going to be awesome. Because it's also not worth burning a bridge on their way out. Yeah. Don't oh, do that. Absolutely like, it's just not, not like, why do that? Because yeah. And I think that happens, though. Because I, I think people are worried, sure and it's easy to get worried in church planting when you start seeing, like, wait, we're growing. I don't know. People yeah, are leaving. What am I going to And you start panicking. Not that guy. We Just need that guy. breathe. Like, if, you know, we, we talk theology all the time on this podcast. If the sovereignty of God is true, and it 100% is, that's true in terms of people, like, trying to figure out their housing situations and, oh, we're worried we're going to have to move because we're running out of money or whatever it is. Like, God is still sovereign. So the only way that's going to happen is if it's supposed to happen. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> like... Say, just breathe. God is sovereign. He's in control of all that stuff. And it may well pan out within a couple weeks, which happens all the time for us. Like I said, one minute people are talking about that, the next minute, yeah, it's not a problem anymore. Like the, the mm-hmm. storm kind of passed. Um, but nonetheless, we're, like I said, we, even with, I think, just regular people moving in and out, which every church experiences, we are still growing anyway and had that Sunday where we hit 50. Now, the other thing we wanted to share to put things in perspective and give you a wonderful. Uh, <laughs> peek behind the curtain with church planting is we had our biggest week ever immediately followed literally the next Sunday by one of the lowest attended Sundays we've had in a long in time. In a long yeah, time. 20, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was 20 people total. And it was like a weird it was 20 weird. people because like most of them were pretty late. So like <laughs> I, I remember, yeah, um, yeah. I remember yeah. looking at you, Seth, at 10... 45. Our service starts at 10.30, so yeah. 10.35 maybe. Is usually when we start. But I yeah. looked at you at, at quarter to 11, and I'm like, is it even Sunday today? I'm like, <laughs> what is Are, going on? Did we all, like, everyone here is here on accident. We're right. all wrong. Yeah. And everyone's like, well, of course I'm not there. It's is Saturday it today. daylight savings? <laughs> like, what are we missing here? It was and, so weird. And it was a Sunday. It was also weird because I had to, like, leave early 
So we're like, we just have to get started now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we, like, I remember yeah. starting and, and there was like no one in the room and I'm like, all right, full house today. This is going to yeah. be awesome. And like our, our people, you know, kind of all were cool about it. Yeah. That, you know, we were kind of in it together and it was weird because there weren't people there, but like we come to worship, like, right, it doesn't you matter. know. It doesn't matter who else is in the room. Well, you made a joke about it, and then when I got up there, I made a joke about it. Like, we, we just intentionally were like, and in moments like that, address the elephant in the room. That'd be my advice, right. because it's very clear there is an elephant in the room. So you trying yeah. to pretend, like, if we got up there and, and I, like, preached like there was 40 people in the room, it would have been weird. Yeah, it so it was kind of like, we, we have to address, yeah. and then I just preached like I normally would anyway. Yeah. So it didn't become a thing, but at least okay. address it and then move on. So that was kind of fun, um, and our people laughed. Um but it was, it was very weird. We went from 50 to 20. That's a steep drop off. Uh, and it was a good Sunday. Actually. I told you <laughs> it after was, yeah. that, like, felt good. some of our people, like I heard from saying, Hey, it was a really great sermon. Well, that's and good I, to hear. I talked to you. It was really good. Yeah. Well, thank you. But yeah, I'm sharing that because you have the highest high and then that low right afterwards where you're like, what in the world? And then the next week, which was this past Sunday. So a couple days ago for us now, um, was, we had, what was it, 27, 28 total? It was something like that, I think 27. I wasn't there, I don't know. Um, so it was 50, and then 20, and then 27, which is still not, this, this phase that we're in right now, that's that's pretty low. Um, so we went from that big Sunday to, we alright? What's, uh, what's the deal? Like, yeah. two weeks in a row of super weird. And, like, from experience, like, kind of what we walked through was just processing, like, all right, who was out of town? And it was all, like, we knew a lot of them were going to be go gone ahead of time yeah. both of those weeks. And it was like, oh, this just happens. Yeah, like, it gets it gets tough, too, because we go, like, back and forth on kind of how we're going to address it with yeah. with our people. And we were talking about, like, should we say something about this in member, members' uh, meeting? Because we have one coming up. Yeah. I think we will, like, in some Lightly, way yeah. address it. Um but it's like, on one hand, you want to, like, get up there and yell at him, like, come on, what the heck, guys? <laughs> There's like, always there a temptation to overcorrect. But I was, I was thinking about it, and it's like, we have to, we have to be careful about what we say, because, like, how many of those people who weren't there are members, and how many of them do we know have, like, a, a really legitimate yeah. uh, reason? Yeah, and I know a lot of them did. They weren't there, and, like, we don't want to just yell at people. No, it's, like, there's it's no, weird if there's it no point when in that, that happens, it, it throws us off, but yeah. at the same time, like, we want to tell them, look, like, we, you know, we celebrated our first Sunday of 50 people. That was really cool. That's awesome. 50 people, but the next week, we had 20 people. It was, yeah. was kind of weird. Yeah. Um. So, just to encourage you guys, like, we love to see you here. If you can make it, please come. Like, yeah. it's awesome. If yeah. you have family or in town or whatever, bring them. Cool. But yeah, I'm um, not going to get up there and, like, just fly off the hand. Because there's no... Right, what is right. that going to do, A? And B, that would be inappropriate because it was two fluke weeks. Right. That, that yeah. just happens. Yeah. That's... Why we're sharing this is welcome to church planting, where you're like, it's mid-October. Why on earth? For a long time, you just don't know how big your church is. Yeah. Well, and, and even now, I think we do have an idea. Like, we, we had... You know, the, the whole month of July was, uh, we're in the mid-40s every single week, and then we had our first week of 50 a couple Sundays ago. That's, like, where we are. We we can kind of expect at this point, probably on average, in the 40s, 
and then occasionally you'll probably bump up to 50 again when you can get everybody in the same room, which again is pretty rare, uh, just getting everybody there, because there's always something going on. Um, mm-hmm. So I think on average we can probably expect somewhere in the 40s. Two fluke weeks, it happens. Don't panic about it. I think that's the thing to take away. Like, breathe, keep doing your thing. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Moments like that are going to happen. And very quickly, like, even by the time Monday hit for me this week, I remembered, like, how many of those people I knew were going to be out of town again. And I'm like, why did I forget that on Sunday? I was like, I knew, like, all of those people weren't going to be there, and yet it was like, what? (sighs) And it's like, I kind of already knew that. Like, (laughs) not a big deal. Like, keep doing your thing. And, And I think the encouragement is God's doing his thing. Like, as we step out in faith, God's graciously meeting us in it. We're adding more people to our church. Yeah. Little by little. I really do think like a lot of the people that have been there, like just in terms of growing, like um, just in terms of quality rather than quantity and just looking at the numbers, like our people are really like mature and responsible, Mm -hmm. I feel like, and and really do value like meeting together um, Mm -hmm. for worship and and see the precedent for it in Mm -hmm. um, scripture. So like, I don't think it's anything to freak out about. Not at all. As yeah. easy it is, as it is. Oh, and it's plenty easy. You're going to be yeah. tempted to freak out about every five seconds about everything. It's like, oh, no, this is the end of the... That's yeah. not, not a big deal. It's not the end of the world. Most things are not. <clears throat> yeah. You know, breathe. <laughs> Another thing that was, uh, that was re- really encouraging recently as far as, like, milestones. We were talking about the children... Um, who, you know, regularly come to our church now, um, and how for a long time that wasn't the case and, like, was a self-perpetuating thing. Um, And I'm sure we've talked about it before, but we had some really cool, like, mature people stick around early on Mm -hmm. that had kids, and, like, I remember meeting with them, and they're like, well, we just don't want to be a burden because we're, like, the only ones with kids, and we're like, no, no, that's actually exactly what we need right now to stick this out with us. Mm -hmm. Um, And it happened, and it was awesome, so... Um, recently we, we had another one of those points where we're like, so what we're doing has been working, but now it's a different thing and Mm -hmm. we need to reassess how we're doing it. And that that was a children's ministry. So that's something that we're really focused on right now. Yeah. Just Um, recalibrating and making adjustments. Like we had 10 kids and those were, you know, it was quite an age range. Like mm-hmm. we're looking at two rooms now. Like yeah. Cause they were all in one room and we're just beyond we're looking that at, at more volunteers now because you know, our really small rotation for, you know, different age groups, like, you know, the, the infants and the, you know, kids in, in grade school are not going to be looking at the same right. things. Like you, it just it's doesn't work really anymore. tough to have them in the same yep. room. Um, I can only imagine, but yep. so, um, we, so we're kind of reassessing yeah. how we do that and had our people together um, for a, a meeting about it, and it sounded like they were all like super encouraging yeah. about it. I'll tell you guys what we did because I think it was it, it worked really well for us. So if this works for you guys, steal it, as we always say. Um, but we we just realized, all right, children's ministry is kind of the big thing that I think we need to address, and that came from us going, all right, we're growing. God's really good to us. Like we're looking at the growth. That's fantastic. Let's celebrate that. But let's also assess what can we improve on to try to make it like as visitors come in to be a more welcoming church. Like what are little things here and there that we can tweak that maybe we can even get visitor retention higher than it is right now. Like Mm -hmm. 
there's always room for improvement. Let's look at what we can do. And the thing that stuck out to us was, well, the, the kids' ministry needs some reorganizing. Like, it's mm-hmm. just not quite where it maybe needs to be because we've grown more. And so because of that, we called uh, a special meeting with everybody who volunteers or is going to volunteer with children's ministry. Or is so, remotely interested. Yeah, it's really like <laughs> calling all cars. Come on in. We're going to have a conversation yeah. about this. And what we did was we just said, here's our heart behind this. We're as, as you know, your leaders in the church, we're not in there. You know, we already have other responsibilities on Sundays, whether it's preaching or leading worship or whatever else. And so we don't know what it's like to serve in children's ministry right now. Please, we're asking you, we're giving you guys the floor. You tell us what, from your estimation, can we do to improve it, whether mm-hmm. it's organization or whatever. And we have awesome people that are super gracious. And so this in no way turned into like complaining like yeah, at all. Like our people were just like, oh, absolutely. We're, we're willing to do that. And just pointed out little things here and there to improve it. We're immediately running with those things and making those changes. And we're super excited about that. Um, and that's where the immediately we're seeing, all right, we're going to need two kids rooms because we just have too wide of a range of age, mm-hmm. uh, too many kids at this point to make the one feasible anymore. Uh, which meant we need more volunteers in the kids' room. So we immediately talked to, I think it was like six of our people that were candidates for doing that. All of them said yes, which is awesome. That, again, speaks really well of our people. Like our deacon guys? Yeah, like or you, like, developing leaders. The, we just yeah, said, we need you. And, yeah. and literally all those guys and all the girls that we asked too um, yeah. in that mix were all like, yeah, we'll absolutely do that. Um, so that's pretty awesome that we had an immediate, you need me, I'll do it which speaks really well the kind of people we have at our church. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really proud of our people. They're hardworking. They get what we're doing. Um, so they that's exciting. and meet them. Yeah, so that's something. We're at the phase now, you know, a couple years in, we've got, like I said, about 50 people. Um, we're at the phase of recalibrate and reassess and what works and what doesn't. And So constantly be doing that, like, as you're going along. Like, all right, well, what have we been doing so far that might not work anymore? <laughs> and what do mm-hmm. we got to fix? Um, so that's been an exciting kind of process. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, proud of proud of the people that stepped up when we asked them to. Yeah, no, that, that's a good sign. So yeah, that's that's kind of the main things that are going on. Yeah, I think I think like right now we're kind of at another like where are we headed? Can we do it now? Mm-hmm. Type of thing as far as like. Well, what do we need for the kids? How do we need to restructure this so, you know, things can kind of fall into place as we, you know, hopefully see see more? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I know right now I'm thinking about that a lot with, like, worship and song. Like, what's preventing us from having more rehearsals? Like, let's figure that out. Let's see, like, how we can do this better and, like, mm-hmm. prep for Advent and stuff. So I'm, I'm just trying to think of think through of all the areas we yeah. can grow in and kind of get our people to like refocus and, and rally around, mm-hmm. you know, just tightening things up and I guess just getting excited about church planting again. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I know I am like, Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, we're in an exciting phase yeah. right now. Yeah, um, I've been super encouraged lately. Yeah. No, me too. Uh, with that, like we had our first, uh, we called preaching lab the other day, which with was off. It was oh, awesome. Have we talked about that. I don't know that we yet? have. I don't think we have. Yeah, um, that was so cool. We might have briefly at some point, but yeah, yeah that went really well. Um, you had uh, Greg is one of the people that preached. 
uh, and you did a great job. Uh, but Greg preached, and a couple of our other guys that were developing preached, and all three guys did a fantastic job. All the guys that uh, attended gave really good feedback. Yeah. That's what you can work on. You know, the idea being we want to develop more uh, preachers in our church, you know, for one, to yeah, have more that can sub in when uh-huh. I need to take a week off or yeah, like, Chris is unavailable really to step in. or good about all of them. Yeah, like, um, they did a great job. Yeah, so a, a couple of the guys were um, kind of like our, our deacon candidates right now who have expressed interest um, to us about, like, uh, possibly vocational ministry one day, like more pastoral, pastoral ministry stuff. or church planting. So um, that's the other reason behind this. So we all reps. sat around and, and talked about it at our last quarterly meeting, and we're like, "Well, what can we get going for mm-hmm. these guys?" And we felt like that was it, and they were all super like appreciative and like, "Oh, that's great! Like we're gonna get experience doing this stuff." Mm-hmm. So we put this together for them, and kind of um, it wasn't our idea. We've seen this modeled, but like made evaluation sheets for them as far as like, well, what was good about the sermon? What did you leave with? You know, what um, was helpful about their presentation skills in it? And, um, this chair is the worst. Sorry. (laughs) Just won't stop. I'm sorry. Yeah. And everyone was awesome. And I know like I got those sheets back and it helped me a ton as far as my sermon. And, um, now it, I also noticed it's really funny because our guys know exactly what to look for. <laughs> yeah, they kind of opened like Pandora's yeah, box, and they yeah. can't like unhear those things yeah. that we told them. Just so like that's how they gave us notes now. Yeah. Like, well, I noticed like the application was really strong, and you really brought the gospel in. Yeah, like, yeah, and, it's and, like, like all this just stuff. How we, they're talking about it was it super funny. Yeah. yeah, we got that. The a lot of other churches we've heard of doing something like that to develop young leaders and preachers in particular, like our sending church redeemer does that. They call theirs leadership lab. Mm-hmm. So we kind of took that and went, all right, let's tweak it for, uh, you know, Just our kind uses. of what our people Yeah. Where, are where we're at, at right, right now. now. Yeah. And uh, it went over really well. I was yeah. really encouraged by I that. I can't wait to do it again. Yeah. It so that was awesome. We've got more guys that I think yeah. will be willing and excited to do it. So we'll do that again sometime soon. Um, but we're also with, the growth of our church and adding more new people and new families. Like I've just been looking at my calendar recently and a lot more of my weeks are now filled up with, uh, like pastoral, uh, shepherding and discipleship and counseling of, of like yeah. our people, which is really an exciting place to be. It's like, that's awesome that we have enough people at our church that like, that does take up a bulk of my time, which is like, honestly, like that's where I really, I feel real, really at home is like meeting with our people in that yeah. context. And so that's, that's another point where we have to like kind of just keep readjusting right. and calibrating. Exactly. Just like look at like, okay, this is what Seth's spending the most of his time doing. Mm-hmm. And like, we want to keep this dialogue going. Like yeah. what, who else can we delegate things to? Right. Like some of these other really, some other people guys. that need discipled or whatever. And like, how can we shift responsibilities among like the, you know, kind of elder eldership team here as far right. as like who's doing what, yeah. like, um, which is pretty like we sure do all that a pretty good covered. job of that. Oh like, yeah, yeah. But asking have, those questions, I, I you guys like, are really good about that. I feel that. like this has been a, a season of just reassessing. Like, do you need to be doing that? Like, what are you <laughs> yeah. doing? Oh, that's really for cool. all three that's of us. What your yeah. schedule looks like right. awesome. Um, so how can we help you do mm-hmm. that? And like, we always find that the answer isn't like any one of us do more things cause mm-hmm. we only have a finite amount of time, but like we are seeing people like 
honestly, Aaron being one of them, step up and just take a lot of stuff. But even him, you know, he works full time. He's finite. So, Mm -hmm. you know, who else can get in there and and take some stuff? Um, So I think we got a really great team right now. We really do. Yeah. So excited about that. And they enjoy spending time with one another. I feel like community, as far as just our people spending time with each other at our church is going really well. Like yeah. I'll just hear about people hanging out with people and I'm like, Oh good. Yeah. That's like, happening. One of the things, so there have been a few things that we've like started up and then felt like, well, maybe we don't really need that anymore. Like, um, we did, you know, a while back have a rhythm of uh, philosophy pub. All right, which like, we talked you know, about the life and death of that. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But it was cool. It met a need. Yeah, and at the time like, it made the sense. The need was different than we thought it was, but we saw why it was valuable. It was getting, like, our people and, like, even newcomers together to, like, talk about things and kind mm-hmm. of learn together about how the gospel applies to different, like, social and philosophical issues. It was cool. Yeah. Um... But then after a while, we kind of shifted, and we're like, maybe this isn't doing kind of what we wanted it to do in the church, and it's becoming a a different kind of stress of, like, leading it. Mm -hmm. So maybe now we're going to do, like, a a family night thing, and we're going to get everyone together, you know, once a month, take a break from a couple of the community groups, and just hang out together. And then we're like, well, maybe this is already happening, like, organically on its own, and this is just another night that we don't need to, like, block out of everyone's schedule. So, like, maybe let's figure out another thing to do. So I think that we've been um, really... um, It's been working well to constantly kind of start things up and see, like, what it's doing for our people and then find the time where it's like, all right, I don't think that's necessary anymore. It was a really great idea. I think people liked it. Let's look at what else we can be working on in the church. Right. Starting projects that are kind of short-term projects. Right, right. Or, like, indefinite projects. Like, not, like, getting married to something. And, like, people have been really cool about like when those things end like handling it because we know certain like guys in our church like really loved philosophy pub Mm -hmm. they're like well why don't we do that and we're like well here's why we didn't think it was really necessary um and that they're like oh cool like well i'm gonna start my own and we're like oh awesome awesome we like we're really blessed because like in situations like that where i think other people would be like oh no how did your people react to that we're like they're fine like like oh, like yeah. every time it's like they're cool with it. I, I don't. They don't really. <laughs> yeah. We don't get a lot of like. And Seth, you super complaints guy. sometimes. Like oh, we can't end it. I have. Like, yeah, oh, I'm worried about it's, it. It's and, gonna be alright. And then we get then, there, and I'm like, oh yeah, our people oh, are. Yeah, this is much better. People now, are pretty yeah, cool. Anymore. Like yeah, they yeah. don't. They're not worried about that. Yeah. Um, and it's it's been a lot of that has been just we keep a pretty open dialogue going between us. Uh, as elders like, I don't think and our church. That. Yeah, like, and, and letting really? people know, yeah, really. here's, here's what we're doing that. and here's why. And, and we always tell, you know, if you have questions, come talk to us. But we, it's, it is, this is one of the beauties of church planting is you are, you're, you're establishing the culture. You're creating it together with this group of people. And so, like, you don't have to, like, change 20 years if we've been doing it this yeah. way like it's like oh we've only existed for two years so we don't have this right, like right. for 25 years it's always been at 430 yeah. and now it's gonna be like we don't have that no I, you know? I think it's really <laughs> gives us some freedom which is yeah nice. it's worked out well to like communicate why we're doing things the way that we're doing them yeah and um just giving people like leeway to 
step in and say, like, you know, bring their ideas to us and mm-hmm. say, like, you know what I think would be really cool? Like, what if we did this? And we'll be like, oh, yeah, cool. Let's yeah. find a way to do it. Yeah. Well, I've been excited. One other kind of cool thing, just being here for a little length of time that I think we're starting to see more of, um, is just people, like, being in a position where they're able to uh, really drop roots even more. Um, like, Chris and Liz bought a place mm-hmm. here, um, which is awesome, just a town over, uh, which they wanted to do for a while. So now they have a permanent house of their own that they own. Um, we've got you know, a couple other guys that have got now better job situations that keep them here more permanently. Like, it's mm-hmm. just like stuff like that. Where it's like, that is awesome. Um, and that's what people are fighting for and wanting to do, you know, and, and th- enough time and things have fallen into place for that to happen where, you know, we're talking about on the one hand, there's always kind of people that it might be in situations that are a little uneasy as far as they don't know what their future holds, like whether they're going to be staying in the area or not. And then at the same time, you have some of our people in the opposite situation the where things, things are becoming just more permanent place yeah and like yes this is feasible long term now i'm here yeah. long term and so yeah. and that, that's something like i didn't like it, this wasn't an intentional like we set out to do this we never really had a conversation about this but like i have more and more like in discipleship situations with guys of mine that i'm discipling and shepherding like stressed the importance of longevity um over like, here's what I mean. Like, we'll get in conversations where guys of mine will be like, if I do this with this work-related thing, that's going to change my schedule. I don't know what I'm going to be able to meet up. And they're worried about, like, oh, that's going to change our meeting time. And I'm going, I don't care as much about, like, I'm flexible. We'll figure this out. I'm excited about this opportunity for you because it means X, Y, and Z. I would jump on that because it means you know, longevity and there's like a long-term plan that's positive for you and your wife and whatever. You get what I'm saying? And like, mm-hmm. we've had more of those conversations. It's like, jump on that opportunity. We'll make adjustments as need be. I'm not yeah. worried about that. Like, oh, you don't do that. Your yeah. primary your priority is provide for your wife, provide for your family. You do that. We will, mm-hmm. we're, we're here for you and with you in that. We'll make adjustments. That's we're not here hard. to live life with you, not Yes. Like, yeah. Right. Not make decisions for you in like, that sense. I mean, it, it shows a really cool heart because our, our people are really communicating in conversations like that. They want to kind of order their lives around mm-hmm. like life in the church, and that's awesome. Like, they mm-hmm. want to make sure what, what they are doing works with their spiritual life and community, mm-hmm. and I think that's awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I totally get what people are saying. Um but at the same time, we want to make sure all the priorities of people, uh, you know, providing for their their families are met, and yeah, we will meet that's, them in it and live that's important. And, and serve alongside of them, right? Not, um, you know, disrupt what they need to do in mm-hmm. their life. Yeah, yeah. So that's been a cool, a lot of cool conversations related to that. Like, no, you make that a priority, and we're with you in that, and we'll we'll work with you and figure this out. So that's been really fun. Um, and then even, you know, people's, we've got a few people in work situations where like their schedules changed and Sundays have been difficult for them to get to, yeah. but here's the, so that's like, oh, that's a bummer. But here's the really cool part in that has been seeing how much our people want to be there so much so that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm getting phone calls from those people in the middle of the week, even if they can't be there on Sunday, like, just hey, checking just in letting you know what's yeah, going on. and saying like, I'm really bummed. I really want to be there. And, and I, I get to, me. I get to have a fun conversation where I say, I know you do. Like we, we love you. We trust you. Like you have illustrated to us 
if you could be there, you would be there. And I'm so happy to hear from you over the phone and catch up a little bit. But like, just know you're loved. You, nothing but grace from us, nothing but trust from yeah. us. And it's because they've, they've built that with us. Yeah. Like, we know it's, that that's true of them. It's really cool. That's kind of the wording in our like core, core team, um, covenant right now is like, as a member, we're, we're really expecting to see you at family mm-hmm. functions on Sunday mornings, other things we do th- through the week. Um, but it's in there that if you're not able to, like, we expect that it's your desire. To right. Do that. That's and, what we like, want. That's exactly what we're seeing. For yes. People, like, Even hey, when people I can't be really there, I wish I could make that. They're making every yeah. effort to get there. And when they can't, and they're bummed about know. it and they yeah. tell us what's going on and we get to just encourage him, which is yeah. really cool. Which so wasn't always the case. I mean, sometimes yeah. we're like, where is that guy? Like, yeah, we yeah. haven't even heard from yep. him. Um, but yeah, totally not. But a lot of those guys have really grown. And yeah. that's been really yeah. cool. Yeah, it's like, have. it's not even like, oh, it's just new yeah, people. So, no, it's like, some no, of those same people now are like, we could never imagine them. Doing yeah. Anything. They're, they're incredibly like dependable, yeah. solid dudes. Yeah. So that's been pretty exciting. So overall, I hope you're getting the sense we're we're really just bragging about our people. We're re- I really do feel like a proud like father in a sense. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like like I just it, it's felt just kind of a fun experience and energized by it. Like I've been seeing what I love about being at Ransom City because of what our people have said. Like mm-hmm. how much I've heard about like the preaching and, and just kind of our leadership, um, of our people lately has really made me like, no, you guys are awesome. I'm excited to keep doing this it's, for you. It's a privilege. Sometimes you feel really unappreciated. Like sometimes it's just in past seasons, encouragement yeah. is few and far between. And you're like, does anyone care? About what <laughs> yeah. I'm if you have so followed to do this podcast, you, you know kinda, that you get like almost apathetic about it. Like, well, get up and do the thing like I do every week and Mm -hmm. see, you know, what anyone says about it. And, you know, yeah, there have been times where it's like, I don't know if this is making an impact or anything, you know, benefits from it. But it's been great to hear so often from so many people lately that it really has. And that just really psychs us up. It really does. It's pretty exciting. Exciting thing. I had a couple other stories related to that that I wanted to share just to encourage you guys. One of which was I was having, I shared this with you guys last night at our staff meeting, but uh, last week was a uh, very taxing uh, sermon prep week. Uh, we, we were preaching through the Sermon on the Mount and we hit the week uh, covering divorce, which if you've studied that passage in Matthew 5, it's a complicated passage with a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And, and so it just t- it took a lot out of me prepping for which I'm glad to do, but it was like, man, this is exhausting. And it was in the middle of like some of the worst days of that where I'm like really wrestling with the text and studying every single anything I can get my hands on, trying to figure out what's going on and all of that. And I was like, ah, gosh, like it was so frustrating. And then right in the middle of that, I really think this was just straight from the Lord, just him being really encouraging um, that this happened. Because I was right in the middle of feeling nothing but frustration, and I had this thought that was kind of out in the middle of nowhere uh, that was, you know, I love my job. Like, and it was like in the middle of a time that I was not thinking that. Like, it was like everything. It was nothing but negative thoughts about like, ah, why is this so hard right now? It could be worse. It's been worse. Yeah. Like, and I think that's, it was just this reminder of like, no, I would rather be doing this than anything else. Even on my worst days of this when things like this are frustrating, like 
it's still exactly what I want to do. It's still a huge blessing. It's still a huge privilege. I would rather have this problem than any other problem, like, yeah. with any other anything. And so it was just kind of a cool moment that I think God was just meeting me in, <clears throat> Yeah, you know, a, um, a time that could have been frustrating but ended up being encouraging. So it was kind of a cool, yeah. cool thing. Oh, one thing I just wanted to um, bring up just because I, I really want, you know, this podcast to be like a dialogue with our listeners and like mm-hmm. we love getting your input and just stories about like, oh, that's a cool idea or we tried something like this and it, it worked really well. Um, but one of the things that we've been trying to think about and are always thinking about in our church as far as like starting up a rhythm for it is mission, mm-hmm. um, which is really strange and, and difficult, like in Especially northern here. Chicago land. Yeah. Um, and I mean, everywhere, like it's not an easy, fun thing to always do. Um, but we're, we're just trying to think through ideas of like how we can get our people, you know, all kind of rallied around that and, and really doing evangelism, like even more intentionally than I yeah. feel like our people yeah. already are. And it, it's not that it's not happening at all, but no, it's just, no, not at all. Like it's our a, people it's a are missional people. Um, but like thing to figure out try here. to start up, like maybe we'll have like a, dedicated time that we'll do it or we'll have a training about it or like maybe we'll build it into like once a month community groups we'll go out and and do something yeah yeah. but and we have had some really awesome um like outreach and and spiritual conversations um with like um the church in arkansas that partners with us east side they're awesome they always Mm -hmm. bring a team and um are really, really great about doing, um, like outreach and, and stuff, but we'd love to hear from you. Like what's worked in your church. Like, yeah. Share some stories. Like what are you guys trying on board with mission and to get them kind of all focused around doing it maybe mm-hmm. in the same way or at the same time or in the same place, like what's worked out for you. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear those things and, and try, you know, some of the things with our people. Yeah. Well, we've got a, a big project when East side is coming into town, they're bringing a team in a couple of weeks our focus then is going to be really like evangelistic conversations yeah, and missional like conversations. Five, one of the days, is two days, two days are like two it, full yeah. days of, you know, meeting and I'm talking really to people in the city. I'm the super excited that, about yeah. that. So if you guys would do us a favor, I know a lot of you guys do pray for us cause I get your guys' emails, but be praying that that goes well. Cause we're really praying that we meet some people and have some yeah. good gospel conversations as a result. Um, mm-hmm. and maybe start some friendships up with some people yeah. we haven't met yet. Yeah. So, That'll be awesome. Um, but yeah, we would love to hear really any and all ideas of yeah, things you guys are trying out or, or not worked or uh, particularly what? knowing our context, which we've shared a lot about our city before, but a very post Christian, like, yeah, almost European. We're way over Christianity vibe is kind of <laughs> like, it's yeah. just like, that's kind of the overall general vibe. That's not everybody, right. but that I think is a lot of the people around here are just kind of yeah. like, ah, that's fine for when you're a kid, but uh, I'm kind of over right, that. It's right. kind of the general sense. So we're just trying to figure out how to communicate in a way that's uh, loving uh, but contextual. I believe uh, we have some like listeners overseas, so maybe you're familiar. Maybe you with know a culture more like than we that. do. So yeah, yeah. We, and again, I'm stories. I'm basing that on other people's comments because I've never done mission in Europe, but oh, I've had other people I've say that it's yeah. like that have that have said it's very similar, right. like. 
that have seen kind of what we're dealing with that they're like, this yeah. is oddly it's not kind of European. Belt. Like, <laughs> Ooh, that's what <laughs> we're trying here. to say. So if you have ideas, especially pertaining to that kind of context, mm-hmm. you know, let us know. We'd love to hear from you on that. Um, but yeah, be praying that that goes well. So we get emails from you guys when you send them in, and we do read them, and we appreciate that. One that I've been hanging on to for a while that we were going to talk about during our last podcast, but we didn't, and we forgot, and I'm sorry. Uh, so I wanted to read this one. Uh, this was from, uh, I hope you don't mind me sharing, Aaron, but his name is Aaron Bell. Um, and he just submitted a question to us uh, through our website, and I just wanted to read this email because we were really encouraged by it. He just said, uh, hey guys, I just wanted to send you a note and say thank you for your podcast. I started listening around a year ago when God gave me an interest in church planting. A year later, I listened much more intently as God has led me to be a, a part of planting a church in Jeffersonville, Indiana. There has been so much practical information I've gained from your podcast that I'm not sure I could find elsewhere. I pray for you guys frequently, and I ask that you would do the same for us. God has moved in clear and amazing ways to bring our church plant, our, our plant to fruition much more quickly than we had imagined. We started two community groups this past week and are set to launch on October 25th, which is pretty soon. That's soon to when we're recording this. Yeah. Uh, thank you again for recording your experience as you plant and, and uh, sharing them with us. God has used them in many ways to benefit myself and many others, I'm sure, in Christ, Aaron Bell. Thank you, man, for this email because it was really, really encouraging. Um, and I got to share this immediately with Chris and Greg and, and mm-hmm. be like, this is doing something. Because, yeah. <laughs> um, like, it's great to hear from you guys and actually have, like, names to this and, yeah. and know you guys are listening and that this is benefiting because that's been our goal the whole time. So really glad to hear that, Aaron. Thank you, man, for your email. And to encourage you, we are glad to pray for your guys' oh, yeah. church. That's, that's super exciting. You guys. you guys are probably not too far from us. Like, no, it's probably not too bad. I don't know where at in Indiana yeah. exactly, but... Let us know. Like, Yeah, that's maybe, exciting. If you want to talk more, we can help in any way. But yeah, that's thank cool. you for your email, and I wanted to read that, you know, to, for one, to tell you guys how much that means to us whenever we hear from any of you guys. That's super encouraging for us. Yeah. To keep doing this, like it, it makes it even more of a joy to do, mm-hmm. uh, just to know that it is encouraging you guys. Um, but also, like we will read these, and we may well read them in a podcast. <laughs> like, yeah. So, like we really do want to hear from you guys. If you have questions, if you have comments, whatever, um, yeah, just wanted to encourage you guys. It really, it it really helps to know that we're not on an island doing this talking to ourselves <laughs> yeah because we feel crazy so often like like the sunday when there were 20 people, 20 people there yeah. at, at you know 15 minutes pastor like times like that we're like what it does anyone know, that we're <laughs> to know? so it, it's really yeah. which you know that's just funny but um it's it's really great to know that there are people listening and you know can share their experiences with us so mm-hmm. keep that coming yeah, so thank you, Aaron. Appreciate your email, man. You know, feel free. Check in. Let us know how things are going. It, especially with, with guys like Aaron or whoever else has emailed in that, that has a story and a journey of church planting of your, your guys' own, we'd love to hear from you. Like, check mm-hmm. back in after a little time. Let us know how things are going, and we can share that with everybody else so they can be praying. But, uh, yeah, man, thanks for reaching out. Well, we love you guys. We'll we'll wrap it up at that. Um, it's been good uh, talking. So we're glad you guys are listening and continue to listen. As always, if you have any questions or comments, please go to RansomCityChurch.org. Click on the Contact tab and you can submit in any questions that you have. We'd love to uh, hear from you and respond as we just did. Uh, So please take advantage of that. RansomCityChurch.org. Click on the Contact tab. 
Um, that's also where you can give if you'd like to donate to our little church plant. Again, don't have to do that, but you're free to if you would like to. That's there for you. Uh, but above all, thank you guys for listening. We, we love you guys and appreciate you guys. Hope this uh, continues to be an encouraging podcast for you guys. So thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Have a good one.